One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, everyone. It's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone. Spelled Woe, period, begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun and see you later. Hi everyone, Alex here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons Shahzad Mohammed, Marissa Mendoza, 20th Century Vol, Neil Chebyanyak, Megan E. Carpenter, Vera Ray, Devas, 99 Robocats. The Boogiest, Gothic Rain, Jennifer Mayer, Kyle, President of the Drop Goodwood Fan Club, Cassidy the Butler, William Reek, Camille Weeks, Amanda Bills, Mary Friedrich, Anne Searle, Athena Metro, Emily Arotin Wagner. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash Rusty Quill and take a look at our rewards. Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell. With me today, I have... Ben Meredith. Lydia Nicholas. And we're... In the past. In the past. So dead. All is years ago. I mean, in a lot of ways, it gives you moral carte blanche to kill everyone, because they're all sort of dead to you anyway. Yeah, true. Like, we haven't established whether anything we do here changes the timeline, but since it seems that time is so easy to move around in here, one would assume it's happened before, so... Good. He is hoping. Bad. Don't know if gods exist within time, or are they very Jeremy Bemmer? Bem- Jeremy Bemmer. Jeremy Bemmer. Jeremy Bemmer. Jeremy So, as a quick recap, both Jeremy for our benefit Bemmer. and for Bemmer. listeners, I won't be too long because I don't have to go back into the... I was, I was literally about to say we don't have to go into the ancient history of this. <laughs> so... You guys got separated from the main party. That's sufficient to know. Did you we? found yourself in ancient where Rome. Where our friends? Where everything started to go wrong for no reason. Mm. And then as a direct sort of result, the city was briefly sort of evacuated and you ran into Kicker... No, wait, it was Cicero, because that's how I prefer Boo. saying it, even though it's wrong. I prefer yeah. that as well. I know. It's, it's much I'm nicer. I'm on Alex's side. I'm, I'm not, I, I agree with you. It's just not factually Look accurate. who's realised that if, if they're a little bit nicer, I'll give them free things. What free things would you like? Clock of the bag. I'd like, I'd like more daggers. More daggers? I can make that happen. <laughs> cool. Have you run in Cicero? You ran into a language barrier, but eventually got shown to a fresco which had a big picture of dragons. Just and hey, yeah, we've basically learned Latin by now. It's fine. And also, yeah. you've, you've managed to learn as well that you know Mars, he's great. He just it likes kicking. He just kicks everything. Basically, we found that it was it, it, a war is on, and it is not as simple as the dragons are the good guys and the Rome are the bad ones. But yeah. we don't yet know 
anything much. Or, well, actually, we don't even know if that's an aristocrat. It might just be that Rome also has dragons. Also has dragons, don't yeah. Know. Could be. So, last thing that happened was all these new horns started going off and Cicero started bombing it out of the temple and sort of dragging you along, uh, if you'd come. Yep. Yeah. Follow, offer to give him a piggyback. He's, he's like... Argh. And starts, yeah, kind of hobbling along. He appears to be heading in toward the centre of the city, pretty much back where you originally came from and this mad dash that has been the past so far. I yep. mean, yeah, this, sure. this guy seems to know what's going on. See, I've got literally no other ideas about what to do. Yeah. Just a lost little woman. So he's sort of hobbling along, hobbling along. Very dangerous lost woman. <laughs> Can all of you give me a stealth check, please? By that, do you mean both? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, I do. That makes me sad. <laughs> 30. Th- uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. You're feeling all right? No, that was a really low roll. <laughs> <laughs> a mere 24. A mere 24. I don't think she can physically roll that So low. Cicero's really leaning into the sort of, like, he's hobbling and hobbling, and he's like, stop, guys, you know. Pull Have a time. A, <laughs> like, gesturing to come up against things, and he's trying to send, like, signals with his hands and nothing's translating, and he's like, okay. And he's really getting into it. He's also terrible. Yeah. Mm. Uh, he's not a full liability. He is at least like. He's doing what Crunk does in the Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> 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 oh, it's great. Sings his own theme tune to be While sneaking? He does his own sneaking song. So, <laughs> thankfully, between the two of you, you are stealthy enough that despite his attempts I to hide. Give him the cloak. You don't even need to. Like, oh, okay. it's, it's fine. It is mostly a case of, like, he's about to run down one alleyway and you can just sort of turn him round to the other one, that kind of thing. You manage to easily start making it towards the centre. Mm-hmm. Other things that you see happening. Mm. A large contingent of Temple of Mars paladins, clerics, just the whole nine yards. Please, Alex, just call them Martians. Yeah. Oh, I might. Dude. You know what? So a contingent of Martians, that feels so good. <laughs> yeah. That feels so good. <laughs> I am. <laughs> but they're still just as big and scary and dangerous. They just go meep <laughs> as they go along. So a contingent of Martians, yes. Done, yes. So a contingent of Martians seem to be working their way back up towards the centre rather than heading out where you saw all of them going before. Quite a heavy contingent, actually. Like they're most, wearing a lot of armour. Well, <laughs> mostly it's been yeah, lots of small... Uh, adds something like 20 pounds. Lots of smaller <laughs> squads. This is, you know, a couple of hundred people. So it's a proper contingent moving up and in. Additionally, you see in the smaller squads, effectively squads of what appear to be Temple of Pluto people heading up towards the centre as well. They don't seem to be interacting with one another. It uh, seems to be Pluto separate. ones, uh, Plutoniums, I've decided. Yes, okay. that's the name. So yep. Martians and Plutoniums. That's, no, no, Plutoniums. Okay, it's, with an N, all no, right. Yep, they they both have... like So the Martians, we know they're like heavy armoured, yep. Yep. scary big. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Diana lot, mm-hmm. slash Artemis lot, are like, well, hey, woodcraft skills. Um, what <laughs> Lots are... of wood lates. Yeah, just love it. Yeah, they're just carving a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> really aggressively and flicking the servings of the enemy. a spoon! Are the Plutonians steered towards any obvious battle or other purpose? You know what? You give me a knowledge local and Grizzop, give me a knowledge religion. See, that is very kind. It's the only knowledge I have. Uh, oh, I did get three, though, so no. <laughs> 17. 17. What? 19. 19. 19 will do it. 17 won't, I'm afraid. Mm. You know what they're dressed like? Mm. Flouncy, posho, priest types. <sighs> to Grizzop, they're dressed 
it seems that all of them are dressed as clerics for a start. You don't see right. any armor. Okay. Everyone's wearing soft clothes, lots of robes and so on. Unlike when it was like rah, eldritch creatures, you do see a few of them like hoods will blow back in the wind and so on. And it's just it's just people. Yeah, yeah, that's just a normal cult like uh, the other cults. You do notice oh, yeah. of any gender. You do notice that they seem to have uh, facial tattoos, but they seem to be patterns as opposed to like okay. writing or pictures. <laughs> they're just, they're just <laughs> not. They're not SoundCloud rappers. <laughs> they're not. They're just not. They're just not. <laughs> but yeah, they're... Are they if, battle medics? <laughs> if it was a guess, you would say certainly it's magic-based. Sure. Whether it's healing or attacking or... They look like divine support. Yeah, also you do start noticing that not all of them are carrying holy symbols and stuff, which is what you'd expect. It's a bit weird. A bit weird. I can't okay. give you more than that. It's, Fair enough. Bit weird. Bit weird. Bit weird. So, heading in towards the centre, as you're sort of heading along, it becomes apparent that he's leading you seemingly to exactly where you just left. Mm. The um, temple of the... Well, the, well the, the, the big... Sorry, Nero's palace. You don't know it's Nero's palace. <laughs> <laughs> heading I can read Latin as a science says, this way, it's a Nero's it's palace. Something, something, something Nero, something, 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 palace, who knows? <laughs> um, <laughs> Palacium. I'll never guess. <laughs> <laughs> what so, a mystery. Look, it, the fact that it's worked out that you guys took linguistics just when I had to start explaining a bunch of Latin stuff, it's great. It's actually <laughs> making my life a lot easier. <laughs> so yeah, heading in towards the centre, just as it becomes clear that you're sort of heading towards that place, suddenly Cicero takes like a hard right Ooh. and starts... <laughs> starts like sharing fake news, dyes <laughs> his hair blonde. He starts... He starts <laughs> being like, have you heard about the playlist? He starts grabbing and sort of pulling you in, away a little mm. bit. And then he points at what seems to be a random building so far and just gestures at uh, Sasha with like a twiddly, like. Starts picking locks. Yeah. Actually, no, wait, checks for traps. Okay. A. 33. Okay, you find evidence of a trap Ooh. on the front door. Mm hmm. However, would you like to maybe disable it before you try and open I'd the door? I'd really like to disable it. <laughs> That's yeah. fine. Like, no, I found it. I'm going to activate it. <laughs> I've had a really bad day, and yeah. you know what? You know what? <laughs> 27. With the 27, you know what? The more things change, the more things stay the same. It's a really... It gets blown up again. No, <laughs> no. But what it is, mm. is a really, really both reminiscent and trivial trap mm. where someone has effectively taken some string or hemp or something to the back of the door, strung it over, and there appears to be a vial hanging immediately over the door. Just the one this time, classic. though. I mean, but then it would be classic. Maybe it's innovative here. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I have. I could be such a great thief. <laughs> it's an oldie but a goodie. You easily... They don't know anything about good traps. <laughs> I bet even they're like Brompton double-edged Matraxicon. They've never heard of. <laughs> the hook, line and slinker. They, they wouldn't have a freaking clue. Cicero's oh, just looking at word. Sasha having this massive revelation. Well, no, this, is, this is obviously the Sasha's double... inner monologue. Yeah. This is what's happening the, all the time. Yeah, the, the double-blind poison... Then antidote, then poison again. <laughs> oh my word! I can make a killing here, literally killing. So oh. like the idea of, has this ever happened to you? <laughs> ah, poison! Ooh, antidote! Oh no, another poison! <laughs> then you need to buy. <laughs> so you can literally reach around the door because yep. it's chained. It's not uh, like bolted. Yep. You can just pull the door open a little bit. Yep. Grab this hemp, Natural. untie it, yeah. and just lower it. Yeah. So it just there's now a flask on the floor. Yep. I'm not going to get you to roll a disabled device to, to do Try the lock. It. it is trivial, like okay. utterly trivial. Cool. So you manage to open it, and there's just a nice free flask of acid just in the middle of the floor. For yeah, what right. it's worth, it is in some kind of urn rather than a big glass flask, but 
Well, I feel like it's not on the floor anymore, given that Lydia has just written it into her character sheet. Cicero turns around. The flask, it's gone! (laughs) (laughs) And you can speak English! (laughs) What?! (laughs) Heading inside, he immediately is, like, trying to push past you to get inside. I'm assuming you let him, or do you not? Yes. Okay, he pushes past inside, and he starts kind of checking around. Inside... Does it look like it's his house? Like, are there little pictures of him with some kids? Hard no. Okay. Hard no. (laughs) Uh, What it appears to be... I don't know if we're just helping a random man break into houses, because he seemed, like, nice. (laughs) Absolutely, Sasha's MO. Absolutely. (laughs) So he's he's going through what appears to be a, a shop of some kind. It has a large number of very small... Have you ever seen, like... I, I can't remember what they're exactly called, but like perfume amphorae. So it's still technically pottery, but they're little dinky Ooh. ones that are like the size of your fist, maybe? Mm-hmm. Something like that? A jar. Sort of. They're not transparent and they don't have writing on them. They just seem to be unmarked. It's a flask, right? A I tiny think. pot. It's like a pottery flask. A little pot. Little pot flask. A smaller pot. <laughs> this place is full of them. You can, end to you can end. hear the O. There's you? even shelves in the middle of it that have things mm. potted on. They have little like labels in Latin. scratched in in Latin underneath. Oh! Nick's tons. I bet that she knows the Latin names of some of them. Give me a knowledge arcana that you don't have. Oh. Knowledge nature mm. also wouldn't apply in this situation. Uh, okay. So it's not herbs and plants and things. <laughs> I have deduced a thing. So, in which case, I'll just take some random ones. Cool. Cicero sees you and he's like, gives her <laughs> sort of like, yep, great. He chucks me a bag of holding, um, just like going down the line. So Cicero, meanwhile, he's just sort of pulling along and then he'll grab one, look at it, uh, smash it on the floor, go to the next one, grab it, smash it on the floor. As they smash, like various coloured liquids, some of them like spark a little as they hit the floor. Mm-hmm. Another one like gives us a slight whistle as he drops it to the floor. Mm-hmm. He seems completely unconcerned with trashing the place. Spellcraft? Yeah, I'd allow that. I shouldn't, but I will. Cool. 17. 17. You have his potions. And he's just trashing a potion store for some reason. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. I look for potions that say, like, vital or something to that effect without a qualifier at the front of unvital. Give me a perception check. 23. 23. Okay, I will return to this. Yeah. So was going through and he goes, ah, ah, ah. Reaches right up top and then grabs one down. I'll give him a booster if he Gives a look it. at it. And then he sort of waves to both of you, chucks one at uh, Sasha, chucks one to Grizzop, ah. and then grabs one himself, sort of takes it and goes, kind of gestures, and then necks the thing. Does he turn invisible? He does not. Mm. I'm going to give it a sniff. It smells a potion. You don't have the necessary skills to do this. I shouldn't have even allowed spellcraft. I'm feeling generous. Enough. Okay. Watches Cicero. Ah. Apparently in English he's like, Hello! How's this? Is this good? Hello. Are we good? That's great. Is this a good thing? Can Are you we... understand us? Takes a potion, yeah. Right. Ha! Yes, fantastic. Oh, this is absolutely excellent. I cannot believe that this has worked. Fantastic. So glad. Okay, so so who are you, and also what's going on in detail? Okay, we don't have a lot of time, so I'll be quite as quick as I can. The last time I heard that turn out, there was actually a lot of time, and a lot of time would have been saved with an explanation. That sentence took a long time. (laughs) Mm. So, as it stands at the moment, uh, we're in a bit of a situation. So, Um, I am not entirely sure how you don't know what's. uh, We're from another timeline. I don't know what that means. Time, you know, it goes forwards. Sometimes you get lost. We got lost. Yeah, it's a big thing. We're from the future. We were fighting a god. Oh, actually, so that he's just, he's just finally gone quiet. Hmm. Oh, actually, hold up. Have I got anything? Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Oh, uh, you see this bow? I've got a composite bow. Yeah, yeah. You know how y- this bow is much 
better than anything you've ever seen. Okay, I, I'm just going to accept this. Right, This fine. is fine. Yeah. Okay. Right, mate. Yeah. So, oh, I've got to start at the beginning. Okay, well, I mean, Vindex and Galba, they're, they're, they've already got their forces outside. Mm-hmm. And as far as I'm aware, the fog will be going up any minute. Thankfully, the, the, the dome's already gone. So that's, that's okay. But we really, we really don't want them to launch any of the, you know, the, the dragons and so on. Right, so that's sort of what I'm trying to stop because to they're playing with fire, quite literally. Stopping a dragon. Yes. Down with that, yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Yes, sorry. I just wanted to check names before we go any mm-hmm. further. Yep. So who's asking and Gjob? Actually, yeah, that'll do. Yeah. Because asking in Gzop, right? Yeah, Gzop. Sorry, Gzop. I'll do. I, don't, I, I feel like it's a Latin language, right? Like it's not going to be that far up. Whatever. It's, it's, I don't know what a Latin language is, but your uh, language. You know. Oh, cool, fantastic. Latin. Oh right? yeah, I know Latin. Yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway, we don't have much time. They're going to release them soon, and they're playing with fire. We, like you can't keep just dropping them in the middle of any situation that you want so and it's going to backfire. Can I just backtrack a bit? So, Rome... Can you talk and walk? Uh, yeah. Yes. Let's go. So, Starts heading out the door. So, Rome owns a lot of dragons. Uh, I mean, owns is quite how a strong... Many? Well, six. I mean... Which is how many metacrats there are. Correct. And do they have names? Why, why would they have names? Because dragons are intelligent. They can talk and stuff. They're like super magical and powerful and things. I mean, even dogs get names. That's true. Canis, Canis. I mean, dog. How do, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't actually had chance to meet them, so I don't know. Uh, technically, I'm not really meant to be here, but you know, I'm guessing that neither are you two. So you know, oh, it'll be fine. A, yeah, we shouldn't be here on a lot of different okay, dimensions. So, yeah. So who are you fighting? As I'm talking, by the way, it's worth knowing that Cicero has an echoing voice that seems he seems to have temporarily forgotten that he's meant to be stealthy and is just basically declaring everything that he says outwards. Um, sissy, mate. Yes, Could yes. you be a little quieter? Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, so who are you fighting? Uh, well, I just said it's um, Vindex and uh, Galba. So who oh, are... I thought they were, like, your guys. Yeah. What? No. Who so are who... they? Yeah. Well, obviously, so so Vindex is leading the rebellion. He's been supported by Galba. So when Vindex was on his own, it was fine. But, you know, Galba's now getting involved. And when the two of them together, you know, everyone immediately just jumps to the biggest problem. Why are they rebelling? You know. Remember the bit where we said we came from a different time? No. It, I mean, it's... Okay, so you're lost. We don't come from Rome. They don't like Rome being in charge. I don't know why. I mean, if I had to guess, I'm assuming they don't like taxes, you know? Nero's been spending a lot on public works, and, you know, that money has to come from somewhere, so... Okay. Are any of the cults naughty? I don't Uh, really understand the question. My mate here is big into, like, evil and good, right? Good! Fantastic! He kind of looks at you. Diana? Yes. Right, okay. uh, But not... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. As he's saying this, by the way, you are now back on track heading towards the centre. Obviously, there are some bad people. It doesn't really work like that. I mean... I, yeah, I know, right? It never works I mean, like that's kind that. of an oversimplification of a rather right. complex set of systems and socioeconomic uh, exactly. concerns. Exactly! <laughs> I'm right. really sure where you're going with that one. But So he's trying to work out if anyone's, like, super evil so he can just, like, slaughter them all. No, okay. Oh, fine. well, if it's slaughtering you on, I've got mm. you covered, my friend. He starts walking. Wait, with what? Well, you know, I mean... What I'm trying to do is effectively release the dragons so that that way, you know, they're not going to be shackled down in this way and trotted out every time there's a disaster. Oh, that it's is, a ticking time bomb. That is a bad idea. I'm fairly certain it's not, but, you know, I can understand why you would think that. You don't really understand the context. No, we do more than you think. Like, they, the dragons 
I, I mean, I'm not sure, but I think the dragon's going to take over. Oh, uh, yeah, um, <clears throat> so we come from 2,000 years in the future. Look. Right? Okay. In our version, Rome is a blasted wasteland, and those six dragons... Rule the world. Rule the world. They're this is exactly what I'm trying to stop! Well, but if you're going to do that, what, what, unless what? us meeting you has caused... Your actions... No, you were always going to do that right before meeting us. I don't want them releasing a bunch of dragons in the middle of Rome. It's oh, a yeah, terrible idea and they've done it before. I don't know if he succeeds or not. Uh, How confident uh, you are with your plan? Uh, I mean, no one else is doing anything about it. If we do not do anything, they are going to release them again. And it's a disaster waiting to happen. So wait, they try to silence so me. So I keep talking. Yeah, no one's listening. I can listening. see that. So you want to kill the dragons? Or let them go? If I could, I probably would, because it's safer. Unfortunately, whilst I'm really good at hitting things with my stick, mm. I feel it might not be possible for me. So next best thing, I'd rather they weren't released. Uh, dragons are really intelligent, right? Uh, we yeah. Could, uh, yeah, let's go talk to the dragons. We could talk to Apophis. But it sort of seems like they were lying to us all along, and so there won't be, like... Rome isn't that evil, it's just rich. As far as we can see... So, oh, this conversation has been going on as you've been making your way. Yeah. Any time that you're trying to stop Cicero, he's like, Come on, come on, come on, mm -hmm. ticking time. It wouldn't be ticking. Hmm. The sands of time! He finally makes it to, effectively, the large square where everyone started freaking out seeing Grizzop the first time. Mm -hmm. The first thing that you notice is there seems to be a quite heavy Mars presence around the perimeter, and no one else, mm -hmm. neither normal guards nor, like, any other parties whatsoever, and they all seem to be very much on guard in a way that everyone's kind of been focused out until now. They're very much sort of... They don't look like people you can just sort of wander past easily the way that everything has been up to now. Yep. Speak for yourselves. Yeah. But Cicero's kind of gesturing you over, gesturing you over to behind some crates and sort of pointing out the situation. Mm -hmm. I can get us inside, you see, oh, because good. I made a little bit of an investment in a friend, you see. You're going to bribe a guard, yeah, sure. But yes, exactly. It's a little bit mucky... But we'll get inside easily. Oh, we're going in through the sewers? Yes. Okay. Right, yeah. It's okay. a I don't think anyone's ever tried this before, so I'm just saying, you know... Uh, uh, oh, look at that. That might be true. <laughs> it could... This oh. could literally be the first time that's happened. Oh, can you imagine how easy it would be to rob banks? What's a it, bank? Oh, rich people, but more. Right. He starts heading down what's effectively a side alley, and then he points to just a, a seemingly mundane door, and you see there's a, a lock at the bottom of really it. Boring door. It's, it's honestly it's little better than a sort of wooden sort of shack door, you know, like slightly degraded and so Sasha on. Sasha holds up a hand and then checks for traps. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. There's no traps. Open um, it. It appears to be a very very narrow, very very sketchy set of stone steps leading really steeply down. Uh, well, you know... There's a smell coming up from it. Uh, plus a change, she says, having picked that up from <laughs> Paris. What? It, it means, like, stuff's always the same, particularly going into really weird, dark underground sewers. I don't know what you're talking about. I, mean, I think this is a stroke of genius, he starts heading down. I don't know, poo's poo. I'll go down. That's... But, uh, but uh, the point was that it's poo's poo. That's the I'm just not getting things across. <laughs> so you start heading down 
two things become readily apparent. You're not going very deep down. And mm-hmm. two, it's super narrow. Mm-hmm. And like really narrow, like you're having to sidestep most of the way. It's almost like Am I? your little ears are getting pushed back. It's, it's almost yeah. like underground engineering in the ancient world. Not it's not all that. It's pretty good, but you know, it's not exactly just, got service just tunnels. Like tie his long ears back in a ponytail. Oh, no, actually, yes. What I do have is I've got two earrings which I then hook together <gasps> to pin the ears back. That's a nice detail. That's I like nice. that. Yeah. Like, I don't want poo here. No. Cicero starts wading through filth. Mm. For what it's worth, though, it is narrow and it's like a, a trickle. It's not a big, huge thing. And he starts wading through and he's going oh you know his voice is echoing down you know they said I was crazy but I'm not I'll tell you that I am but you are not. loud maybe you should be quiet because we're sneaking but there's no who's going to be down here it's a sewer someone pooping you don't go down no but the sound might echo where up where are you a, from the sound, might echo, up a, the sound might echo up a toilet <laughs> I think we should probably take a break there <laughs> and return post poo tube how about that and welcome back so Having made it through to the other end, Cicero points to another set of narrow stairs pointing up. The first ones that you've actually encountered, it seems to have been a straight line, really easy. And he starts climbing up, having a bit of an arduous time with it, given the leg situation and so on. But he's he's, he's getting up there. And he uh, he gets to the top, kind of gestures for you all to be quiet. And then quite unsubtly opens the door and pokes his head out to have a look around. Turns around and he's like, yep. Yeah. It's all good. Don't Come on. shout. I'm not shouting. He's kind of shouting. <laughs> Sesh is going with the flow. Right. Okay. In the sewers. Well, we were going. Kind of a, well, we were going against the flow, weren't we? Mm. You do notice that the stairs up were pretty much the same as the stairs that you went down in terms of height. Mm. But if you've gone under the hill, mm. like the hill was quite high. Mm. So presumably... Oh, yeah, in that basement. Well, apparently they're keeping six dragons under here. So it's got to be a big building. Mm. Right. Cicero kind of looks around. You are in a corridor. Right, so where are the meritocrats? I'm going to describe the corridor first, and then I will describe Cicero's response. Yes. So in terms of the corridor itself, it appears to be very... What's the word? Ominous. That's the word. Lots of burning braziers on the wall and torches and so on. It it dungeon-esque? Yes, but Are we finding some dragons? But not... This is the wrong system! (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea what's going on. But... It, it does have a mosaic floor, but it's not really depicting much. Boo. It seems to be a pattern. It's really boring. Um, Is there a code? Who knows? Oh. But he's he kind of looking up right and then looking down left. It slopes down left and up right from the from the door you came in. Hmm. Hmm. So where are the meritocrats? What? The, mer- the dragons. Dragon? Right, yes. They're uh, down, probably. Yes, down, definitely. If I was a dragon, I'd probably roll down... Hill, exactly. Right? Yes. Yeah. See, <laughs> who's asking? Is getting it right? Why don't you pay attention? Because nods <sighs> and grins at Grizzle. Well, whatever. Fine. So, who's asking? We're going to be encountering the uh, cult of Jupiter while we're down here, and they're kind of fanatical. So, try not to engage. Jupiter. Zeus. So, yeah. Right, Zeus. W- what do you know about Zeus? What do I know about Zeus? Give me, I don't know why I'm doing your voice. Give me a knowledge. Oh, a natural one. Natural I know nothing one. about Zeus. Oh, everything about Zeus. Oh, no, you know everything about Zeus. Well, obviously they are. <laughs> so Zeus, patron god of fire, explosions, basically anything that results in mass death, Zeus has got it covered. Oh, also, mostly he tends to, like, he tends to have a lot of sex. You remember that? Oh, well, that's So right, explosions, fire, sex, that's pretty much Zeus. 
Cool. Oh, yeah, uh, death, fire, banging, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh, all right. Cool. <laughs> and they're fanatical about that. Oh, he kind of looks a bit curiously at Grizzop. Yes, I suppose. I mean, if you're going to be fanatical about something... They're really not going to want us having a chat with... Well, that's the point of guards, isn't it? Exactly. So I, I could do with your help if that's on sure, the cards. Sure, just point me at them. Fantastic. Right. Or, in fact, maybe I should go ahead. I mean, do you know where you're going? Down. Do you? What a stupid question. Of course I do. It's down. I said that earlier. Right. Well, we can go mm-hmm. down. You reach an then. intersection where there's two paths that go down. Mm-hmm. He appears to pick one at random and continues mm-hmm. heading down. Hmm. <laughs> Everyone give me a stealth check. Stealth check. Sasha's going to hang back because she wants, when they are inevitably caught, to have a moment. Oh. She only rolled six, so that's 27. <laughs> Rolled a 14, so that's 23. Sister rolled a 17, so we're good. Mm. We're good. Carrying along, carrying along, and as you head down the slope, you start to hear the sound of like voices echoing up and so on. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, because of the nature of this place, there's actually quite a lot of alcoves in the side of the corridors, which are like normally like they have a brazier mm. standing, and you can actually just nip around behind them if you need to, so that you're not just looking down the corridor. But eventually you're close enough to like hear the distinct sounds of conversation up ahead and then Cicero has kind of gestures you over. Right. So Shh. What? You're shouting. I'm not. This is my indoor voice. My word. <laughs> what do you sound like outside? I'll have you know. Shush. People are Are you a politician? Who's asking? Grizzop. Hello. Hello. Wait. <laughs> He just looks at Sasha for a moment. No time, no time, no time. Right, do your thing then. That'd be really great, thanks. Okay, are we doing... Right, so just... Right, so the plan... So at some point is to help this guy do something that either he shouldn't do for the timeline to work out or he was always going to do anyway without our help. Ah, wait. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get going. Yeah, okay, kind fine. Kind of gestures fine, for fine, the fine, killing fine. there. As we leave. Right, so what we're gonna do, we can sneak past the guards and yeah. have a chat to the meritocrats without Cicero, because he sounds like an idiot. I mean, he does, but what if the meritocrats have been evil this whole time? Well, that's why I want to have a talk to them. But then they're, oh, dragon, no, they're not evil. They're gonna kill us. No, but they're not evil. Well, they're not evil according to your no, like, okay. detecty thing. Yeah, which is a literal, a lot fundamental truth do... of no, the universe. No! It you, is. How is it that all the different gods have different rules then, Grizzop? How is it that, like, you've all got the things that are fundamental truths and they're all different? No, the good and evil thing is a fundamental truth of the universe. How are we doing? Jesus. Shut up, we're having a conversation. You know. Like, just detecting that doesn't mean they're not going to do something we've got time for a philosophical discussion. We should go. Yes, up because you keep trying to kill people. There's a massive crash as the brazier that Cicero was next to seems to have been tipped over. He then kind of gestures at you runs a bit further down the corridor and then ducks himself into the next alcove. It's clear that the guards up ahead have heard that action. Just hide while continuing this conversation. While whispering. Just because they're not glowing with your weird dark energy stuff doesn't mean they're not going to do things that will kill thousands of people. Maybe just because they think it's in their best interest. All I'm saying is I want to have a talk to them because we don't know how this is going to work. So the voices approach. They could kill us thinking that that's for good. You've killed a lot of people thinking it's good. What if you were wrong? Both of you give me stealth checks. And and I'll I'll follow up. Well, at least I care if people are good or bad. And roll a seven. 
I've got a six, but I mean, I'm Sasha, so 27. 16. 16 and... 27. 27. Okay, great. So, the uh, Jupiter guards presumably start moving up. As a brief description of them, normally with paladins it tends to be kind of heavy on the armour, light on the cloth. Mm -hmm. This is kind of the other way round. A lot of big... Like, it's quite pompous. I don't mean gilded, but it's lots of big, flowing, expensive material. Big cloaks, big helm. It's ostentatious. Yeah, that's the best word to describe it. And they appear to be carrying uh, javelins with like a big tower shield dealy. In a small corridor. Uh huh. They're moving their way up. And um, also, do you mean pilum? I do, but I didn't want to say the word pilum. Roman javelins. A special type of Roman javelin. Are they the ones that break so you can't throw them back? Yeah, Yeah. they are. Well, good. Just stuck in this room with nerves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they head up the corridor, and at first, like your hiding place seems to be pretty secure. Then one, there's two of them. Sorry, one of them's moving up a bit further ahead, and they're moving really cautiously. Actually, like tower shield up, thing behind, and they're pretty much like filling the corridor mm-hmm. between the two of themselves. Detect evil. I do it. Okay. Oh, it's not a spell, so it's no spell-like ability. Brilliant. You detect no evil. Cool. Fine. What's uh, the strength of their aura? Pretty strong good, actually. Cool. Pretty strong good. Okay. Mm. Just like those Martians that wanted to kill Sasha. Actually, you know what, I'll give you more detail. The one who's further ahead is kind of pushing towards neutral. Like, they they might be in danger of losing some powers if they're not careful kind of thing. Right. Alex has written a very long backstory. (laughs) He's in a really tight financial spot. The uh, the other one is pretty... Made some poor decisions. The other one is pretty good. Like, they're they're resonating as pretty good. But they do also notice that there's something dodgy about your alcove. Mm. However, just as they turn, pulling their sort of tower shield to block it up and, like, have a look, there's a cry from further up the corridor where you can't see. It sounds like a like cut off cry like some kind of like the um, person who has turned to you holding their tower shield and like holding up their javelin the tower shield lowers slightly and they turn their head to look to their left further up the corridor at which point a dull red blade plunges straight into their neck before they have a chance to react it is immediately followed by a cult of Mars soldier who just barrels through the person and proceeds to just eliminate what's left of their struggles. In front of you, they are not aware that you are there. Aura? Heaps evil. Just heaps evil. There's also the sound of further people now up the corridor apparently stabbing this other person and then moving down the corridor. But it's a, it was a glowing red sword, so he had his No, I never said glowing. Oh, said right. Dull red. Is it like a copper sword? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And uh, yeah, just so they shank okay. this person and then they start moving well, down go. the corridor. Turn session. Okay. One's evil. Like actual pinging. But he's a paladin, so he can't be evil. No, Mars. Mars is evil. What? Yes. Gods can be evil. What are you talking about? Come on. Right. Either we try and kill all these people or we follow them. They're obviously going to do something naughty with the meritocrats. Like, this could be the whole thing that. The... And then if we do something and we do the wrong thing, then the dragons. Well, we don't know what the wrong thing is, so we might as well just try something or just sit here until the world ends. A chunk of pottery pings off the back of Grizzop's head. Spin round, draw an arrow. What do I see immediately? Cicero's poking his head around the alcove, just giving you a what's happening gesture. Okay, what do you want to do? Gonna follow them, but not because you said so. Right. Shall we just leave Cicero here? 
Yeah, no, he'll get himself killed. You hear the sound of Cicero tripping over one of the already dead soldiers, making a little bit of a clatter and coming up. What's going on? Um, all right, Cicero. Did what? you see that? Yeah, what's going to happen? She takes off her cloak of stealth. She wraps it around him, so he immediately becomes five points quieter. <laughs> this um, is a mechanically accurate statement. <laughs> like, as he... Nice! Turn down his volume, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> as he begins to talk, because I assume he begins to talk... She stuffs the cloak, what some of the spare cloth in his mouth. Oh, there's your minus five. Yeah, there you yeah. go. It's like, now, you, this is a very important cloak, right? This is very important. You do not lose this, because what this is going to do is going to save your life, right? Because you're going to stop being an idiot. Shut up. If you do not shut up, I will shut you up. It has been a very long few months, frankly. Do you allow him? He's trying to pull it out of his mouth. Are you no nod or shaky head? He n- nods right. and shakes his so, head in just like a mess. You know what? You go back in the sewer. Back in the sewer with you. Okay, well, just shut up and follow us. But you want to know what's happening? The cult of Mars have come down here. They're killing the cult of Jupiter, and are assumedly going to go do something with the Metrocrats if you've got the right direction. Obviously. Would you shut up. I am shutting up. This is my shutting up voice. Good. That's actually doable. We okay. can use right. that. Look. Obviously, this is, this is exactly what I'm talking about. The cult of Mars are clearly making a political play for the main power system of Rome. Okay, fine. Yeah, I wasn't asking what's going on in Rome. I was asking what you're going to help me do We're going to follow them Mom, down here. Then why aren't we following them? Not because you told us to. Okay. Okay. Right. Fine. You're not following them because I told you. We're walking. I'm just we're following them and you're following them. We're following we're together, but not together. Follow us. Let's right. all just follow them. And then I'm going to look to Sasha and go, right, cult of Mars is actually evil. We'll see what they want to do and do the opposite. Everyone give me a stealth check. Ooh. 24. Sasha got three and because she's given her cloak away, she's only got 16. I don't know how it happened, but somehow we managed to have that entire conversation without hitting the DC, even with penalties, to uh, be overheard. So fine, I guess. (laughs) What's amazing is that Sasha rolled a three. She's now so sneaky. Mm -hmm. So, heading down the corridor, presumably? Mm -hmm. Cool. The sounds of a short-lived battle are coming from up ahead. The corridor appears to slope downwards and then level out in such a way that you can see the floor of the next room, but you're not able to actually see into it because of the angles involved. Mm-hmm. But there's the, definitely the sounds of, like, a, not, I was going to say a pitched battle. It's over way too quickly, and it mostly sounds like people getting absolutely massacred, quite literally. Sasha takes a bomb out and looks at the slope. Right, do we do we want to know what they're doing before I explode them all? They're killing all of the cult of Jupiter, so just, just, just get them in the back. Rolls the bomb down the thing. Okay, give me an... They're playing a lot of Breath of the Wild. Give me an attack roll. Twelve. Twelve. Is plus. that plus? Oh, yeah, sorry, I forget that there's things like attack bonuses. Plus <laughs> nine. Okay, so uh, 21. Where are you trying to place it, given that you can't see the room? You can just see a slope and then a small bit of the floor in front of it. The... I mean, she, this is probably her jumping the gun, but it's been a very long week. So in the middle of the room. Okay. So you roll it down the corridor, mm-hmm. and we're playing loose and fast with the mechanics of it. It's fine. You roll it down the corridor. Obviously, there's the big bang as it's gotten out of sight. Yeah. Everyone goes quiet. Then suddenly, what a call starts going up going, Pluto! Pluto's here! Get the, get the Plutos! And then suddenly the sound of multiple people charging towards oh, the corridor and running up. Might have been a bad idea. Cicero, run! Everyone give me initiative! Good job, Cicero. Good job. Twelve. Twenty. Cool. Cicero got a natural one. 
I mean, to be fair, do we want him doing anything? Sasha, you're up first. Yep. Because of the initiative roll, you know that people are coming, but you can't see anyone yet. And Darts you into are... an alcove and readies an action to throw a bomb as people come up the corridor. Okay, that's perfectly doable. Uh, this is a slight retcon, but didn't really have a chance to uh, jump in. Given that we know a fight's uh, kicking off, can I have spent the Sasha rolling the bomb down the path to activate my divine bond? Yeah, I'll allow that. Yeah, okay. no, I'll allow that, that's fine. At which point then, one of the soldiers starts running up. You're ready, action goes off, throw a bomb. Yep. Okay, that's not great. I only got 14. 14? Mm-hmm. So, you throw it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the explosion goes off. They are carrying a shield, not a big heffing great tower shield, just a normal shield. Mm-hmm. And they easily sort of, the, the timing and so on is off. They just bat it off with the shield and it explodes normal up into the ceiling. Shield. They move up the corridor and they immediately seem to charge for whoever is the weakest. Shocker at Cicero. In fact, he isn't even ready for a fight. He is still sort of in move into the room mode. He's super behind in this situation. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. And then a second soldier moves up and does the same but towards Grizzop because someone's already facing off against Cicero. That was mm-hmm. easy. Grizzop, you are up. There is a soldier now in front of you, mm-hmm. ready to hit, but they use their double move to get there, so they're not able to. Cool. To avoid attack opportunity yep. for firing while in melee, I take a five step backwards and shoot the four times This is the wise. Chest. They do not have reach weapons. They should have. They don't. Um, actually, I say I take four shots at them. I make four attacks. I will continue to do damage to them until they fall over and die. <laughs> what? Care to explain? Well, if I shoot them twice and they fall over and die, I will then shoot the other guy twice. That's fine. You don't just have a feat now that lets you keep shooting arrows until your enemy dies. No. Good, that would make me sad and I, that would have slipped past my radar during no, I just, level I just have four attacks. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, so the reason I've got four attacks is that I'm using rapid shot, but I also have put speed on my bow with mm-hmm. Divine Bond. Mm-hmm. At this level, I get a second thing that I can add to my bow and I'm giving it holy, which means that it deals plus 2d6 to any evil aligned creatures, which I've established that they are... I'm just going to check that the video can catch Alex's expression. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, yeah. I'm still doing, only doing a mighty 3d6 plus one. So I've got three of these at plus 13. That's really bad. That's so let's go one attack at a time on this one. Okay. I'll, I'll let you separate out where you want them. Fine, so that attack is a 2032. Hit! Dealing 12 damage. It's dead. Okay. In the in the past, people were smaller. Yeah. Describe apparently. it. I shoot them in the chest, <laughs> and they fall over because an arrow has pierced their heart. This works. They die. Yeah. They die. Soup's easy. In fact. Too easy. Insight for you. Yes. That ain't a paladin. Paladins don't go down in a single shot. That's nonsense. Okay. But it was definitely evil because I got to roll 3d6, so that's fine. Yep. They may be just your common and garden. They are blokes and lads. We've got some blokes and lads. We've got some evil blokes, blokes and lads. lads. Turns out the cult of Mars were the bad guys all along. No, people that have infiltrated no. the cult of Mars because they don't have the power from Mars. Or maybe there is no Mars and they're all just blokes to the very top. Yeah, any of those. <laughs> all maybe. of those. Second shot was. You uh, can aim at the second soldier if you 16. want because you've already got a dead target. Yeah. 16. Into his shield. 17. This guy's very shield heavy. Into the shield again. Right. He's like, well onto it with this shield. Final attack at a plus eight. 16. Yeah. He's now got three in the shield. Rats. This guy's very lucky. Yeah. Very lucky. That's okay. Me. Meanwhile, a, another she- soldier runs up the corridor to join the first two, sees the dead partner, mm. 
still doesn't notice Sasha ducked into the alcove and charges towards Grizzop, assuming that, you know, dead with an arrow in his chest. It's, it's either that or Cicero, you know, educated mm-hmm. guess, call it. So, soldier charges up and again, it takes <laughs> its full move in order to... glowing bow. Yeah. Bit of a clue. Yes. However, as before, he has to use his double move to get up in your grill, so you will have to take another five-foot step if you want to get a shot off. That's fine. Cicero skips his turn because he's still going... Sasha, you're up. So she'll flip through the square of whoever is attacking Cicero. That's fine. Then, if moving, I only get three attacks rather than four. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I've got your special set of uh, dagger rules here if you want them. I've got it. No, I've got it written down, mate. Oh, you've got got it all here. Attack sequence. If moving, this is how you stab. If still, this is how you stab in order. Okay, so there's quite a lot to... Right. So, so just for just for listeners, by the way, we had to break down the entirety of two weapon fighting. It took like an hour. In Pathfinder, I have to admit, it's it's been a blind spot of mine. I always struggle with it. Soup's complicated. Yep. I normally defend Pathfinder against Ben, but in this specific regard, Path- Pathfinder's in the wrong. I'll be honest, guys. I went and I made some tea, and I drank that tea, and then they were still arguing, and then with each other, not with each other, with the book. Oh, right, yeah. With the book. But you've got your sequence down now. I've got it down now, yeah. So yeah. go for it. Okay, so I do need to do the acrobatic roll first, I think. Yep. Yep. Oh, that was a natural one. So It pleases me that we have this discussion only for you then to fail the acrobatics roll. Yep. Yep. Then... Technically they have to make an opposed roll, but... I mean, that's a natural one. She can only fail this, really, if she rolls oh, a one. Sure, but what I'm getting at is if they roll a natural one, then you're just both looking at one another with your weapons on the floor going, I don't know how we got here. <laughs> and, then, and then both this of your trousers is... fall out. <laughs> this is <Whoops>. very embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, how they... did you meet, mummies? Uh... Yeah. So Shieldy McShielderson. Yep. Shield in the way, he couldn't flip over. This guy, for all we know, he doesn't even know how to use a shield, but with a shield, yep. he is... He is right is up he, there with Cap America. He, I was going to say, is yeah, this like, Captain this, America? This guy's amazing with a mm. shield. So the uh, soldier immediately mm. attempts to attack you. Shield him at shield face. Is Stabby McStab face. <laughs> I am assuming that a 13 does not hit. My AC is 20. Okay, yeah, that's, that's a miss. This guy, turns out he just really didn't like getting hit during training. Never really, never really got into the whole attacking thing. This is why I'm more of an Iron Man. <laughs> At which point, then, I'm afraid that's you, Dunsky. For your what turn. I intended to do! Okay, <laughs> in which case, then, this soldier, he did. The next soldier takes an attack at Cicero. Does he explode? And misses. This guy's terrible. Oh, okay. Like another poof, just. Just does not know how but to use evil. his weapons. Did you just mean bad at fighting? <laughs> Apparently what so. The hell bad with the Zeus people if they all got slaughtered? Grizz up, you're up. Yeah, that's true. Same again. Oh no. Okay, that might be. Ah, uh, those could hit. As before, I'm going to allow you to do these in order between the two. I shouldn't, but. Yeah. yeah. So that is a 13. So that's a 19. 19. Oh no, not Shieldy McShielderson. Yeah. No. Oh, shield. Hit? It hits. It was a it was a close run yeah. thing, but it hits. Six damage. Oh, he's still up. Another 19. 
Oh, let's get past his shield. He took it in his shield arm. Another nine. No, not Shieldy McShielderson. <laughs> Shieldy oh. McShielderson drops. He drops to one knee. The shield it drops it out drops. of his bloodied hand, and he looks up at you before expiring. Oh, no. Oh, Shieldy McShielderson. <laughs> also, uh, I took a five-foot step at the start of my action. That, we, I forgot we, to say it, but we discussed we, it. We so. did discuss it. It's fine. Cool. We, actually, now. you know, here's, here's an insight. We discussed it during a bit of the recording. You'll never hear. Um, so, uh, the one that was threatening me but is now not, does a 30 hit? Might do. It's 14. 14? Yeah. Never even got a funny name. <laughs> Daddy McDeaderson. <laughs> Daddy McToatstead. Oh, uh, is there... Nailless there... but gone, gone. <laughs> is, is there a, another threat? There is not. I will not fire my fourth arrow. That's fine. I'll allow that. Cicero notices that there's a fight. Goes, ah, 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 ah. They're all dead around him. Yeah! And then charges into the uh, room where everyone Cicero. left. Oh. I'm gonna rend the episode. Rend? I'm gonna rend the episode asunder there. Yep. Yep, so everything's probably fine. Whoop, 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 whoop. That's the sound of the cult of Mars. (laughs) Whoop, whoop. Bye, guys. Bye. Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution non-commercial sharealike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was directed by Alexander J. Newell and produced by Lowry Ann Davis. To subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our Patreon, visit rustyquill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill, visit us on Facebook, or email us via mail at rustyquill.com. Join our community on the Discord via the website or on Reddit at r slash rustyquill. Thanks for listening. I think we should probably take a break there <laughs> and return post poo tube. How about that? Toilet shouting. <laughs> That's how people used to get their entertainment in the past. It wasn't YouTube, it was poo tube. There's lots of really entertaining snippets coming out through the toilet. <laughs> I'm good to carry on when you guys are. Yeah. Gives a new meaning to streamer. Hey. Oh, that's nice. Hey. It's very good. Hello, all. It's Helen here the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming, and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Programme. The Programme audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for the programme audio series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode.